right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. That's the one we got. That's it. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick. With me back is my co-host, Sean the Irishman King. What's up, everybody? How was Mexico, Sean? Oh, it was beautiful. What a Gorgeous. You son of a bitch. Spent a week on a beach, drinking. Whatever, man. Laying out. When I wasn't at the beach, I was by the pool. When I wasn't by the pool, I was back by the beach. It was fantastic. <laughs> Sounds great, man. Uh, While you were there having the fucking time of your life, I was here getting <laughs> shit done. You uh, hear me? I'm bad. I did an interview with Danny J. Quick. I listened to it. It's a good dude, man. Yeah? He sounds like an awesome guy. Yeah, he writes a solid comic book, so. I'm going to have to have him back on so I can talk with him. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, let's see, what we got? What we got up top? Uh, new Miss Marvel trailer just came out. Yes, we both just watched it. Yep. What did you think? Uh, if anything, it made me a little less excited about it. I get that. I get that. Looked a little underwhelming. It looked like a story that's gonna take way too long for her to get her powers. I can see that. Yeah, the trailer does make it look that way. I wonder if that's just uh, just a trailer. Like it. It almost because it could it could easily be a case of like every, um, most of the shit we see in the trailer is all in like the first two episodes. Yeah. You know what I mean. And then the rest of them like really ramp up, and it kind of seems like that's how a lot of these Marvel shows have gone. Like the first couple episodes are kind of like, Meh. really, yeah, just kind of man, it's just building towards the story, and then they really ramp it up. Like after like like episode four is when they like really like go in. But I get that. I don't know. Like the beginning of the trailer where they were showing like the comic booky stuff, you know, like right. they, they had the thought bubbles and like. I was like, oh, okay, this seems fun. It seems different, right? Uh, but yeah, it does. You know, it comes off a little childish to me. Oh, it's gonna be super childish. But I mean, I guess that's the point, right? She is a kid. She's a teenager. It's not like it's gonna be some dark, gritty show or it's super like a you know adulty. It's just it's a teenager who loves superheroes. Yeah, and this one might be a little bit more for the kids. Than, it might be than our previous projects yeah yeah i guess my i guess i'm just most curious to see how they will integrate her into like the larger mcu yeah how long it'll take for us to see that you know what i mean whenever we get that young avengers movie whenever it happens yeah. she'll be in it that's true that's true but other than that yeah i mean it was it was fine. yeah it's fine <laughs> I mean, we're still gonna watch it <laughs> yep, yep. It, is, it is what it is so uh, I don't think we have any other news. No, I think. Bat, uh, right? Well, they delayed two of the DC. Yeah, they. You didn't mention that in the last episode, did no, you? No, I didn't. Yeah, they delayed. Uh, I thought they delayed Aquaman. like all of them. No, but they moved uh, the new Shazam movie up. Ah. Uh, so I think Shazam took the Aquaman slap. But Aquaman and Flash are now uh, in 2023. You think Marvel scared them off? Because a lot of their movies were lining up. Maybe. At least month-wise. So I wonder if it's a case of like they just still having a hard time getting their shit together or they're just like, ah, you know what? Maybe we should just uh, back off a bit. I have a feeling that the Flash movie is probably a bit of a mess. I don't know why I move Aquaman other than the fact that they didn't really have enough to show us for the trailer when they did the DC fandom day or whatever it was. Mm. So maybe they're just honestly both behind schedule. Yeah, that's possible too. I mean, I guess with like... Because 
usually this time of year, the beginning part of the year is you, a lot of the movies in the beginning part of the year usually flop. Like they don't do very well because like it's the winter time and like it's early in the year. Most of, most of this time is dedicated more to like Oscar bait movies. Yeah. So to see the Batman come out and do so well during this time, I wonder if they're just like, yeah, maybe we should, <laughs> maybe we should rethink. We gotta get all our movies up to par. Hold yeah, on, let's exactly. Let's work on these movies a little bit more. See, yeah, because it 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 it'd be different if this came out during the summertime, right? Because they would expect it to do well. But right to see how well is doing now, and it's just it's early March. They're probably maybe they're just like, uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe we should. Uh, we might need to work on these a bit more. Yeah, let's let's yeah. let's fix them up a bit. But anyway, that's what we're here to talk about, Sean. Yes. The Batman. But before we get to that. As I say, you're jumping ahead. Yeah, I was jumping ahead. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, before we get to that, we're, uh, we're going to jump into our new segment. Uh, still relatively new, right? This is only like the yes. third time we've done it, I think. This is the first time I've done it. It's the first time you've done it. Wow. We're doing our comic call out, man. Uh, we just want to we want to show people. I think we need to get some fun comic call out music. Yeah, we, we definitely need something. We, we need like comic call out, like something like that. <laughs> we do need something <laughs> like that. Yeah, something very reminiscent of like 1960s Batman. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Bang, boom, pow! Comic call out. <laughs> we need. We definitely need something like that. Um, but yeah, man, we just we talk about the comics that we're reading because we're 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 reading more comics now. Yeah. So what what you got? What you've been reading? So what I just finished read? up uh, the Avengers first X Men comic book the crossover event they had. Nice. Uh, it's great fun. Hundred percent recommend reading. Give you a little 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 idea of the story. This is uh, it's after obviously the events of the original Phoenix. It's after uh, House of M. It's after World War Hawk. It's after all those events. Uh, but what happens is uh, this Phoenix Force is coming back to Earth. They know that because Nova came crashing into New York City warning it. Mm. Uh, and he warned the Avengers. Meanwhile, the X-Men knew. Nova warned them? Nova warned them. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. The, uh, the X-Men knew because the first mutant born after House of M is a character named Hope Summers. Okay. Uh, and Scott she, Summers' daughter? It's not, actually. Really? It's just... kind of like an adopted daughter. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, that does not get dived into the story. I had to look out uh, other stories to figure that out because I was like, they're not talking to each other like they're father, da- and, daughter. father and daughter. Okay. Uh, but that's not like addressed in this comic book at all. But anyway, she has like a connection, so she feels it's coming. And so the Avengers uh, decide that the Phoenix Force must be destroyed um, because they don't want like some crazy event happening that's going to kill everybody off, while the X-Men realize that this is actually the way to bring all the mutants back after the House of M. Mm. Uh, so what ends up happening, you got to read it, because there's a lot that happens, and I'm I just going to give some highlights here. That's fine. What ends up happening is Iron Man creates a device that he hopes it's going to destroy the Phoenix Force. Okay. Always he, Iron Man. He flies it into the Phoenix Force as it's coming to Earth, and really all it does is it divides it. And so it goes into mm. Scott Summers, Colossalis, uh, Colossus' sister. Um, man, I'm blanking on these people's names now. Uh, they're Aquaman. Uh, Namor. Namor, thank yeah. you. Uh, and the Diamond Girl, man. Uh, Emma Frost. Emma Frost, thank you. So it goes into them, uh, and it starts out with like... So it's five of them, right? Yeah. So, yeah, okay. So it starts out with them uh, basically making the world like perfect, 
because they can't do any violence because anything that happens, they show up. Mm. Uh, but it quickly goes to their heads and they start feeling like they should be treated like gods. And that's where like the whole storyline goes. Awesome things happen. Like Neymar comes and floods Wakanda. Like, so you see Atlantis ah, go against Wakanda in yeah. the story. Um, you see uh, Spider-Man uh, basically take down Colossus and his sister by basically just talking them uh, to so much to the point where he got them to turn on each other and fight each other. So it's really? cool to see Spider-Man <laughs> take like two Phoenix Force characters out. That's cool. Scott kills Professor X in it. Jeez. I mean, it's just, it's a whirlwind the whole way through. Uh, 10 out of 10 recommend. Give it a read. All right. That sounds fun, man. It's definitely been on my list. It's just one I haven't gotten around to. Uh, but you'll I, love it. Yeah, I love reading the events. You know what I mean. Yeah. I think I've said that before. But like, I, I love reading. I know some people aren't big fans of like big crossover events, but I like them simply because, you know, it's it can be daunting to dive into every individual character to like, you know, get because it, it's fun, right? It's fun when you read about individual characters and like the individual stories because that's when you really get some of like their coolest feats, right? right? But it can be daunting. And it's like if I want to just see a character do something cool, sometimes those crossover events are the best way to go because it'll be like everybody in them. And you'll see like small characters do things and you're like, oh, shit. Like I didn't even. Yeah, like Spider-Man's like things, like scenes, whatever you want to call it, moments in this comic book were some of my favorite. Because he's just like he's got the like still joking around but still got like the spirit of a warrior. He's got experience at this point. Like Mm. I love seeing his interactions. Uh it took after World War Hawk, and you see Captain America be like, "Hey, I know we've had our differences, but I can use some help." And Hawk's like, "I'll smash for you." Like it had like a oh, lot of nice. cool moments. Nice, that is cool. Yeah, uh, that's what's up, man. All right, this is a good book, bro. It's a good book. You know what else? Really, there's a lesson I'll say about it. They didn't shy away from the fact that Wanda's outrageously powerful. Still, like you saw Wanda basically stand up to Phoenix Force characters and hold her own, and I was like, "This is nice. fucking great." <laughs> so she was on the side of uh, the Avengers, yeah. not the X Men. Okay. Slowly, everybody kind of switches. Uh, and then it's basically just everybody versus, versus the Phoenix. The Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's cool because uh, you know how they have that uncanny X Men mm-hmm. like storyline. It ends with them basically being like, maybe this will become the uncanny Avengers, and I think that's like the next storyline. Ah. That's when all the X Men characters are all mixed in. Although they had X Men characters already on the Avengers right, side, right. but it was uh, yeah, man. It was. I feel like I could talk about this comic book for the whole episode, so I'm gonna stop myself. Fair <laughs> enough. It sounds like but a it's good great read, though. Yeah. yeah. I definitely have to have to pick that up. Uh, so you read a big crossover event this week. I just have I have a single issue to talk about, All right? Because uh, it's still early on, but and uh, this one, you know what? I I don't usually get like super deep or like a like a into my personal life or like emotional on here or anything. And I'm not gonna get emotional now, but like this one's happening. <laughs> yeah, this one this one's a little uh, runs a little deeper uh, because so you know as, as I've said before, like I started reading comics. I pretty much started collecting comics when I was in college, right? When I was away at college. So when I came home and my mom saw, like, all the comics I had collected, she was just like, she was all, she was like, wow. Like, I didn't think you were into this like this, right? And, you know, she she tells me the story. As you know, my dad passed away when I was very young, right? Um, But he used to collect comics. And he used to, but he specifically collected Conan the Barbarian comics. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, like that was his thing. So she tells me all the time. She's like, he loved those comics. He has so many of them. I wish I would have kept them, but I didn't. She's like, but he he loved Conan the Barbarian. That was his thing. And I was in the comic book store the other day, and um, Marvel now does Conan the Barbarian. 
Nice. And who I, did it originally? Do you know? I don't know, but I don't believe it was Marvel. Yeah. I think it was one of the more indie publisher comics, right. but I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't Marvel. I don't know that for sure. You know, don't quote me on it, but. I know nothing about Conan, though. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I don't really know anything about him either. You say Conan, I think of the talk show host. So. Yeah, fair, <laughs> fair enough. I knew him by name, right? If somebody said Conan the Barbarian, I would know who they were referring to, but that's pretty much it. So I was in the comic book store, and I saw that they just started a new Conan run called King Conan. And I thought to myself, I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to pick this up. I think I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to see um just you know just as another kind of connection thing you know yeah. what i mean just to see if i like it so i picked it up and i, I just like this is the first issue the king conan i think they're only like three issues in on this run at this point um and i read it and it it helped too because i i just finished game of thrones and right. like the first issue of this is like very kind of reminiscent of that right because he's yeah. Um, he had just come from being a king. Like the way they the, they speak in the comic book is kind of reminiscent of Game of Thrones. Like they they fight like in the show. Like they're all just about like swords and and shields and just yeah. kind of cutting people down. You know what I mean? It's set in kind of like a more uh, savage kind of time, quote unquote. Um, but yeah, I mean the first book was pretty solid, dude. And nice. I was just like, yeah. Yeah, I could I could do this. I could read this. Right. Uh but basically so I like I want to I want to see the covers. Keep talking. Yeah, I got one of the this. variant issues too cuz I'm a sucker for variant covers. Um but basically and I could run through it real quick, but we see Conan like wash up on this island and I I didn't read it again. This is my first Conan book, so I haven't read any previous stories. I'm not entirely sure of all of his background. Um but we see him wash up on this island. And he his ship has he has shipwrecked. He washes up on this island that's just like full of death. Like it's very clear that like a lot of people have shipwrecked on this island, and a lot of people have died on this island. Like this island is so full of like rot and just fucking death. Does Jason Momoa pay, play the coming in the barbarian? Because he keeps coming up as the images. Him and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like both I don't think are. so. I think they probably want him like, to play Conan the Barbarian, but I don't is this character in maybe uh, Game has. of Thrones like heavily inspired? Maybe mm, I could. He's similar. Yeah, yeah. Carl Carl Drago. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah, All right. Like if if they were gonna pick somebody to play Conan the Barbarian, I could see Jason Momoa doing it. He kind of has that feel. Yeah. Too. Um, but we see him wash up on this island that's just like full of death and riding to the point where like the shorelines are just like the water is just like full of maggots. Like he washes up and he's just like, what the fuck is this all over me? <laughs> he's just like covered in maggots. Um, and then like he's like trying to figure out a way off this island. And he's just like, I'm not I'm not going to die here. Right. He's just a real tough dude. He like finds like a dead person's like pouch full of like old wine or whatever and he starts drinking it he's like eating maggots to survive he's just like i'm a goddamn warrior you know what i mean <laughs> like i'm a barbarian that's what i am and um then just like out of nowhere this fucking random wizard pops up and he has this like ring that like it's like a serpent ring or some shit and like he throws a snake that's turned itself into like a dagger at conan and conan catches it and he's like who threw this fucking snake at me? <laughs> and the dude's like, it was me. And he's like, yeah, okay, well, I guess you're going to die now. It's just like straight off the bat. They're just like, yeah, this is it. Um, <laughs> they get into a fight. 
and it looks like Conan's going to lose and he manages to cut the dude's hand off and then the dude can like control his hand remotely and he like pulls it back to himself <laughs> and it's just it's very like it has that level of like mysticism but still like i said it's kind of like setting like that kind of more savage time yeah. so it's you do get that feel of like goblins and trolls and right. barbarians and giants and wizards and like that kind of feel from it you know what i mean like i said they're just they're fighting with just like swords and daggers there's no guns or lasers or none of that right. shit so um yeah and i mean then the first issue ends where like the sun sets and conan's like um he's got the upper hand in the fight and then, like, all these dead people that were around him, the tide uh, falls a bit, right? So the tide comes out a bit. And we just see, like, a, just a mounds of dead people. And then they all start to rise. And it's just like, oh, shit. Like, I got to fight a bunch <laughs> of dead people. So that's how the issue ends. So right. I was like, okay. All right. I can get behind this. And like I said, maybe it's because I also just watched Game of Thrones. And a lot of that feels reminiscent <laughs> of that. But, Yeah. Okay, this is cool. So you gonna be picking up the next two issues? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna grab them. I'm gonna stick with it and see where it goes. Cool. So we'll we'll see, cool. pops. We'll see how see what you what you liked about this. Nice comic callouts. There it is. There it is. There it is for this week, man. All right, you ready to get to the Batman? Ah, been ready. Been ready, huh? Been ready. I've only seen it once, bro. I wanted to see it more than once before, but I've only seen it once, and I saw it. We're a little late. We're a little late because yep. your fucking ass is in Mexico. <laughs> um, so I saw it. It's Tuesday now. So I saw it over a week ago, like f- like twelve days ago, something like that. Twelve days ago. Yeah, I saw it not last Thursday, but the following Thursday. All right. So it's been a it's been it's a minute. Been, yeah, man. it's been a minute for you. Do you even remember the movie? Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, I remember it. <laughs> I, I definitely remember it. And you saw it a few days ago. Yeah, I saw it Friday. Okay. So it's a little more fresh for you. I bet. A, a bit more, more fresh. fresh. For you. I'll uh, tell you, my, my movie going experience was something else, though. Was it? So uh, I went with a, a, like, so many of my friends that we took up a whole row. So there's a lot of us. Uh, but there was a bunch of teenagers in there. And they were like taking pictures and selfies. Like two groups of teenagers got kicked out. Really? <laughs> in the sitting <laughs> of this, like watching this. Uh, and I was so laser focused that I wasn't even really fully paying attention to what they were doing. But uh, my my friend's dad was sitting next to me, and it's the funniest thing, right? He's like, we sit down. And he's like, all right, Ben, man, let's let's do this. He sees all pumps, and I'm like, oh, this is the perfect person to sit next to. Yeah. He's all about it. He's just as excited as I am. I shit you not. Five minutes in this movie, that he dude was asleep. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was snoring a bit, but again, I was so laser focused. But my favorite thing is, is he wakes up at one point, like mid snore, like with a. <laughs> And then he's reaching his hand and he like touches, he had a beer. He touches his beer first and then he like touches my drink and then he's coming over and I'm like, is he trying to hold my hand? Like what's happening right now? <laughs> and then like he woke up and he's like, oh, he's like, oh man, I was, I was so knocked out. I was trying to find the remote to turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. But that man, I mean, it's a three-hour movie. At least, it is. At least 95% of it, that dude was asleep. That's, he worked up. He looked refreshed. That's hilarious, man. Uh, let's, let's start with that uh, before we get into like our overall thoughts because I guess this is a part of it. It is long. Yeah, no, it's super long. It's long. I remember at one point, I, I took a quick peek at my phone, and I was like, man, there's still an hour Me, left of this movie. I did the exact same thing. <laughs> I was like, I, my movie started, the, the 
technical time was 8.50, right? So right. previews and stuff, it started around like 9, 10-ish, right? Yeah. I looked at my phone. It was 10.30. I was like, bro, <laughs> there's another hour and a almost another hour and a half left of this shit. Like, this is crazy. I do feel like, look, it's long. And you feel every bit of how long it yeah. is. Not really, in, not necessarily in a bad way. Right, you but just, it's not flying by. Either. Yeah, you're just very aware that like this is a long movie. I do feel like it could have been a bit shorter. Yeah, they could have cut some things out. Yeah, they definitely could have tightened it up a bit. I don't, again, I don't think it hurt it that it was so long. Right. But there were some things where I'm like, yeah, you could have. You could have tied. I feel like DC might be a little like gun shy with that now because they cut out scenes from Batman vs Superman and everybody yeah. hated it. Yeah, I get. And that. then when they do the extended cut in Justice League, they do the extended cut, and everybody says the extended cut is better. So, so now they're probably better. like, "Ah, oh, we're just gonna keep all these scenes in." Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah, they definitely get better uh, reactions from their extended cuts than right. they do their theatrical cuts. Fuck, how long do you think the extended cut of this bitch is going to be? Oh, my gosh. Is it going to be another four-hour special? Maybe. Jeez, could you imagine? I'm like, golly, this is too much. Whew. Yeah, it it is long. There was something else. The other thing is, was was this movie loud to you? Because there were a few moments where I'm like, this shit's really loud. I don't think that once. No? No. I was painfully aware of the music they played every time the Batman showed up. Yeah. Because uh, it was loud. Which I liked. Yeah, I liked the music. I don't know. I, there were just moments where I'm like, man, this seems really fucking loud. <laughs> like, even the- I mean, maybe it was louder for you than maybe my theater wasn't doing it as maybe, loud. Maybe, dude. Because there were a couple moments. And not like movie theater loud. Just like, where's the remote? Let me turn this <laughs> shit down a bit. Kind of loud. Like, this, ooh, this is a little too loud. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> And I don't mind loud, but like there were a couple moments where I'm like, this just feels really. <laughs> nah, really I didn't get loud. that even once. The car chase scene, bro, so loud. I was like, this is loud. Almost like distractingly loud. Like, <laughs> this is too loud. This is too much. But anyway, so overall thoughts, man. What'd you, what did you I, think of this new Batman movie? I very much so enjoyed it. Uh, not any major complaints, really. Like, I can come up with a couple, but. Overall, I think it's one of the better Batman movies that we've gotten. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I think, uh, I think Robert Pattinson does a good job as Batman, but a shit job as Bruce Wayne. This Bruce Wayne Arguably, was real he's crap. Not ever Bruce Wayne in this movie. Yeah, he's hardly ever Bruce Wayne. And you know what I realized too? Even as Batman, he didn't talk a whole lot. He no, narrated a bunch. He didn't. But which actual lines think, as Batman, hardly any. Yeah, which I don't think, again, I don't think was a, a negative. I don't think it was a bad right. thing. I don't think it was a, to his detriment. I think it honestly might have helped this particular iteration of Batman. It's definitely a different feel. Like, this does yeah. not feel like a Marvel movie. This honestly doesn't feel like any other previous DC movie. Like, nope. it feels different. Like, it's not humorous. Like, it's... Like the even the jokes they try to put in there are still just kind of like not like laugh out loud yeah, jokes. Yeah, like just, chuckling. Yeah, they're just like, oh, okay, that was a joke. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, yeah, sure, okay, yeah, that was a, yeah, okay. Um, also, I feel like this was the raspiest, whisperiest Batman <laughs> movie we've had so far, bro. Like, I feel like everybody <laughs> talked like this. Like everybody, not just bad, but everybody in the movie was just like, I'm going to look at you in the eye. I'm going to whisper. 
when they talk in this low tone. Catwoman did it. Jim Gordon did it. Batman did it. Uh, Falcone did it. The only one I feel like talked at a normal tone was the Penguin. Yeah? That was pretty much it. Everybody <laughs> else was just like this low. And then the one, uh, the one cop who like kind of hated Batman the most. Right. He whispered, but he had a much higher <laughs> pitch than everybody else. I was like, why does this dude... <laughs> Why does this dude sound like he never hit puberty? Like, what's going on yeah, with this guy's voice? He had a really light voice, and he was that's just, doing you know his what? best. That's just how everybody whisper. talks in that universe. It, Nobody it talks with a negative there. tone. That was that was not even a that wasn't even a Batman thing. That was just uh, it, this universe. That's yeah. what's different. They all talk like that. They got right up in your face, and they were like, <laughs> "Hey man, what's going on?" Even a scene where they're like Gordon and Batman are talking, and he's, like, "I gotta get you out of here." Yeah. <laughs> We gotta get back to that scene. <laughs> uh, so speaking of scenes, so so again, let's start with the opening scene, right? With the with the Riddler. That's one of the scenes I felt like was really loud. Like the scream when he attacks the dude. I was just like, why the fuck was that just so loud? Bro, I honestly you? think your theater was just like cranked up. It must have been because bro, I didn't because think it that was once. so loud. And I was with somebody, and he thought the same thing. He was like, "Dude, it's loud." I was like, "I don't know why it's so fucking loud." Why somebody, so loud? some some uh, 16-year-old worker in the back just had that volume cranked Man, all the way up. Turn this bitch all the way up. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, it was just loud, bro. But this is so like <laughs> raspiness aside. This is also like. The darkest Batman movie, not in like, terms of like mood, physically, like dark. literally the yeah. darkest Batman movie. Yeah. Like ninety percent of this movie is filmed at night, and if it's not at night, it's either doing sunrise or sunset. But all the other scenes, and I was all about it. Yeah, it that's was, when Batman comes out. It worked, bro. It worked. Yep. It was at night. Shit, half the time it was also raining. I was yeah. like, they were really. This is what Gotham is like, dude. Gotham itself was a character in this movie. Yeah, like this is the grimiest, like dirtiest, just greasiest Gotham City we've seen, and it was so dark. And like, like in the Dark Knight movies, like Gotham, like yeah, there's bad parts of it, but it also just kind of seems like a really nice city that has bad areas, right? This city just overall seemed like it sucks. Terrible. It just yep. seemed like just why does anybody fucking live here? This seems <laughs> so awful. Like it seems like the worst place. But it's supposed to be like this high rich city, and it's just like this seems terrible, bro. <laughs> like it's just it's so just gross, you know. But that's I mean? how it is in the that's how it's the comics. What that's I like, they nailed Gotham. They did nail Gotham. I also like that they didn't shy away from like the places. You know what I mean? Like. Like the penguin was operating the iceberg lounge, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, he is!" Yeah. Right I mean, out of the I, comic. I didn't even think about that. You're right. Yeah, That's they didn't make Batman new fact. places up. They just took the places that they already yeah, had existing just, and put it in this movie. It, it's also interesting that he he didn't live in Wayne Manor. He lived in Wayne Tower. Yes, I thought that was interesting. That, yeah, but take. in some comics. So yeah. well, all right. Yeah, that's different. That's different. It's so right in the middle of the city versus not you know on the outskirts of the city. Yeah. Anyway, let's get let's get let's dive more into Batman. You know what my favorite scene, one of my favorite scenes of the whole movie is? Which one? The beginning scene where he's narrating and the bat signal goes up into the sky. I love this scene. And he's like, you know, it's it's not just a symbol, like it's like or you know, it's not just a sign for me, like it's a, it becomes a, it's become a symbol of fear, right? right? 
and like we see like three different criminals doing different stuff like one guy's doing a graffiti the other guy's like robbing a convenience store right. and they all just kind of look and either see like a dark alley or dark doorway or some dark corridor and they all just stop and think to themselves like shit yeah he could be there right like he could come out of that like that fucking darkness and i just thought that that was great oh, like that was an it awesome was scene phenomenal bro what i want to do straight up got hit by a taxi because of it (laughs) yeah what an amazing way to set up like batman as a character it's just like fuck like because that that is the whole thing like that's batman's whole thing he he's one dude he can't be this is an entire like this is an enormous city like i've heard people estimate that gotham city is like four times the size of chicago or some shit like right that's huge, bro. For one man to cover, like there's no possible way that's why he's he could got a plane. be everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He could be everywhere at once. And these criminals know it, but that also works to his advantage because they think, yeah, he, he can't be everywhere at once, but he could be there. Like this could be my night that I get the shit beat out of me by Batman. Like, and he does a he's doing a great job of just like instilling this this fear right into people and us you know what else i really loved about that is uh it also showed us right in the beginning of the movie like hey this is not an origin story batman exists already yeah we don't need to go through all all the training he's gonna do we don't need to see his parents die batman exists he's already working with elise uh gordon yep right already got the bat symbol on yep except the fact that these things are happening already and let's start the story let's and i was story. like hell yeah because yeah. i don't i was honestly sitting there thinking man i don't want to see an origin no, story i like that they even went straight to he's already working with gordon yep he's he's we not didn't need only, to see that relationship build nope it just existed he's not only just working with gordon but the pol- gordon but the police they don't ex they don't like him but they accept the fact that like if there's a crime scene he's probably going to show up and there's not yep. a goddamn thing they can do about it except yeah. just watch you know what i mean and like he is just like i think that he is the most intimidating batman we've had so far feel free to disagree but i think I he know, is the most intimidating one yeah because think like between the the darkness fear thing right even when he walks into a room full of what 20 armed police officers all of them mega pathorm they all look at this dude they all think for a second we could bust him right now we could take him down we could put this dude in cuffs and we could take his ass into the station rip that mask off of him and just lock his ass up but none of them do it because they're all wondering if i do that what is he gonna do because they're all unsure he just he comes off as just like unpredictable and i think that's a part of the reason I also why he feel doesn't like ben really affleck's speak. batman was super fucking intimidating dude was straight up branding people with the bats yeah that's symbol. true that's true but you know i think it's just because we didn't get to see as much right from right ben affleck's batman do that you know what i mean like he went kind of from that to fighting Superman, which is whatever. Yeah. Straight to like Justice League where he's like, I hated Superman. Now we need him. He's a beacon <laughs> of hope and he's the symbol of peace and justice. And yeah, I'm bringing a team together. You know what I mean? Like, it's, all right, there's one more thing because we're jumping around. I don't want about the opening scene. So we also see the Jokers. 
Yeah. And that same opening, like, monologue, right? Right. Uh, one, and we, we're talking about this. I know we're going to talk about this more later. I wish that was the only Joker thing we saw. Yeah, I get that. That would have been perfect. Yep. But the uh, the kid, right, that had, like, half his thing. Yep. He is the same actor that plays, I don't know if you know this, in Titans. Did you know this? Nope. He's the same actor that plays uh, Tim Drake in Titans. I had no idea. Are you serious? Yep. Huh. I and I was in there, I was like, that's the guy. And I was like, is he about to be a Robin in here too? Is that uh-huh. what they're going for? Like, what is happening? Because it also seemed like he was like the one Joker there that like clearly felt like what they were about to go do was wrong. Right, right. Like, like he's like part of this gang, but he knows he shouldn't be. Yeah. And like, I was like, is this an Easter egg? What is happening right now? Huh. So I wanted to say that before we went too yeah, far. I, after I didn't it. know that. Yeah. I had no idea. Well, I haven't watched Titans, so I guess that's why. But that's crazy. That's interesting. That yep. does that does make you uh, makes you think about makes, it a bit. Make you think some things for sure. You know, it's it's interesting to me too that like talking about the city again, they do a great job of making Gotham look just huge, like it's just this big sprawling city. But did you realize that like it's a really contained story in terms of like locations? There oh. are like four locations throughout yeah. the whole movie. Like most of the movie takes place at the Iceberg Lounge. Yep. There's like two very like They do a lot of scenes, scenes wherever the uh the lights at. Yeah. Yep. They got a lot of scenes up there. Oh uh, yeah, the where the bat signal is. Yeah. Bat On signal, top yeah. of that building, um at crime scenes and basically the lounge. Like I was like, huh. They they really um they really made this tight. Yeah, which I didn't mind. I think you know when they're at, for at Wayne Tower too. I thought Wayne Tower was an interesting look, like inside, like inside. Yeah, super weird. right? Yeah, yeah. I was what like, are we going for in here? Well, you know, most of the movie was filmed in um, is it London? No, 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 no. Ah, oh, shit. I think Iceland or Greenland or something like that. Huh. Scotland, some, some, something like that. So it it make like it it makes sense the kind of architecture that it had, right? But it was just kind of like off putting a bit, right? <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, that's weird that you're in this like big major city and then that's what it looks like. But this is a different Batman, bro. This is this is a different. Did you feel that? Did you feel like this was a different Batman? So this Batman's been around for yeah, two years. Every Batman movie we've had has been a very different Batman. Yeah, that's true. This is. To me, was mm-hmm. the most exciting Batman because I could see the inspiration from the comic books. Where, I like, the Dark Knight trilogy, you don't see it at all. Yeah. They, they just, just completely were doing whatever they wanted. Do whatever to do. they want. I get that. This one was like, okay, this this is from this comic and this is from that comic. Yeah. Like, it was basically, it was the long Halloween, Batman Year One, and Batman Hush combined made this movie. Yeah, that's true. They definitely drew a lot of inspiration from the comic book. You know what I liked about this Batman, too? I liked, uh, and it's funny because I was I was talking to Malcolm about this from the Storm podcast, and he really liked this movie, and I was surprised because uh, I was like, you somebody know, beginning to like Batman, yeah, he, you know, he doesn't like Batman, but you know, his 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 reason for not liking Batman is honestly a lot of people's reason for liking Batman, which is that in the comic books, Batman has evolved to this level of he is a normal human being, but he fights alongside. And against like God level people, right? Right. And he's just like he holds his own all the time. In fact, he often wins. So it's just like 
you know, people like him for that reason, but he doesn't like him for that reason because it's like, dude's not even, he's just a regular dude. Like, his superpower is fucking being rich and smart and privileged, right? So it's like, how the <laughs> fuck is he fighting gods and, man, like, the man living? Just, he just doesn't get it. He just doesn't understand. It's fine. I'll give him some comic books. He'll, he'll understand. Yeah. But what's different about this Batman is, even though he's been doing it for two years, I like... This Batman's clumsy. Did they say two years? Yeah, he says it. Uh, I he missed said, that. He said it's been in the, the beginning narration before he talks about like the bat signal thing. He said he's been doing it for two years. So this is a ah uh, no, I think I remember. Yeah, that. this is a two year old Batman, right? But he's still clumsy. Oh yeah, he still gets hit. Like that—that's wild to me. Yeah. And like I remember seeing that scene where he fights like the Joker gang or whatever, or some of the Jokers, and. He got punched like a few times. Yeah. And it's, it's off-putting at first because you're just like, you're fucking Batman. Like, how are you letting these <laughs> random dudes hit you in the face? You know what I mean? Yep. It's not even like cheap shots. Like, they're straight up just hitting this dude in the face. And I'm just like, bro, what the fuck is, like, what is, like, you're a Batman. What's going on? But it works because it's just No, like, I like that. Yeah, because it's like, yeah. You could go train for five years and then be Batman for two years. But that doesn't mean you're not, if you're fighting 10, 12 dudes at one time, like you're going to get punched in the face at least once. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you may win the fight, but it's going to happen. And this Batman is, I think, the most realistic in that sense. Like it's just, no, dude still gets his ass beat. He still gets knocked around sometimes because he's not perfect. Right. And it's very clear that he hasn't gotten to that level. Don't get me wrong. I want to see him get to that level where it's just like he can take on 10 dudes at once and not break a sweat. But seeing him now do that and still get knocked around a bit, like I really, I enjoyed yeah. it. I even enjoy, and we could we could talk about like the fight scenes in the action now, but you know, I like the fight scene where he goes into the club and somebody hits his, hits him with a baseball bat. And he takes it, and then he just starts beating people with the baseball bat. And I'm just like, yeah, that makes sense, because that's what the fuck you would do. Like, right. I'm not going to not use this fucking baseball bat because I'm Batman. Like, nah. He, like, throws me this. it at one dude. Yeah, he's like, give me this shit. I'm going to beat some people with this now. Like, thank you for the weapon. It makes perfect sense. Like, I, so I, I really enjoyed that aspect. So did you like the uh, when he's escaping the, the police precinct and he jumps off the uh the roof yeah so f again so I, I feel like i have two points about this unsettling if are off-putting at first because you're just like huh because he runs up to the edge and he hesitates oh yeah and he's like whoa and I, i'm like have you never fucking been this high before like what <laughs> what is happening bro like you are batman <laughs> like what the fuck is going on but he's very clearly more of a like grounded street level right. Batman. Like he still just scoots around on his motorcycle and he's just like walking up to criminals. You know what I mean? Like he never like swoops Honestly, in. Even he when he went when he went to the iceberg lounge the first time, I couldn't believe that he, he knocked, knocked on the, on the door. door. <laughs> and he was like, You know who I am? I was like, Don't you go through the top? Like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> but no, let me just knock real quick. It felt real in that sense. Like yeah. it, it for a moment, it felt un-Batman-like, but again, you when you settle into it, it's like, no, this is great. Like, I, I like that he's just a regular dude. Like, 
his suit seems like handmade you know what i mean yeah. like it, he clearly doesn't have like a lucius fox helping him out just yet it just seems like he just kind of put that suit together with him and alfred because alfred seems like a fucking genius yeah you know and he's just knocking on doors like right hey, i'm here but all right so he hesitates and yeah. then he does the jump. One, the CGI on that jump looked ridiculous. It did look ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, why are they filming it? Like, there this? wasn't a lot of CGI in this movie, apparently, but that's clearly yep. CGI, and it did look a little wonky, but that's okay. But I actually like the fact... What, all right. Wow. <laughs> I actually kind of laughed to myself, because in my head, I was like, how did Jim's, James Gordon know, Jim Gordon know, that if he made it to the roof, he was going to be able to make it off the roof? <laughs> I guess he, like just, he just assumed, assumed yeah. he had a way to jump off. It's like, I mean, you could do almost anything yeah. else. You should be able to jump off this roof, right? Like, I know you got a grapple gun. Well, I guess at minimum, he thought he could just grapple, grapple down. off the side. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. And then he pulls that parachute and he gets like, again, I was like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, I like that because it was more realistic, right? He didn't just have the fucking cape and just glide. Yeah. It was like, nah, let me fucking... <sighs> change into this clunky wingsuit and fuck and i was just like what the fuck is going on like is he he has a wingsuit what is th- what is this but this is only a two-year-old batman yeah and it would make sense that only two years in like you ain't got everything fucking figured out yet and yeah he's he's gliding along and then he pulls that shoot and just smack dude that was super unexpected to me. did you expect uh, that no i didn't expect him to me, i expect him to land kind of gracefully to be honest with you. and he sm- i was I wonder who it decided. It honestly seems like, so hard, too. It did. It looked like he really fucked himself up. <laughs> I'm like, who decided to put that in there? Like, yeah. It, crazy, man. Crazy. But yeah, I I still really liked this Batman. I think he did a good job of being, like, dark and intimidating. Like, I know you say he doesn't say a lot, but I think that works in his favor yeah. because he doesn't say a lot. Everything he says is just kind of straightforward and, like, a couple words. And it, it makes him just seem just kind of like unpredictable and just like a loose cannon of like, what is this guy going to do next? Cause we don't fucking know. And he, he doesn't say shit. Like you can't read him cause you can't see his face. Right. Most of the time he's just staring, you know, and he's not saying shit. So it's just like, <laughs> and they did a good and job. Honestly, that like, made it even cooler when he was solving the riddle, the riddles. Yeah. I was all about that. Yeah. Cause they don't, Honestly, because after the first one he solved, in my head, whenever I was hearing the riddle, I was trying to solve it myself. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> me too. But you couldn't, right? You no. couldn't figure it out that quick. And I like that too. I like that it was just like, he's smart enough to like figure that shit out. But like, again, he's a he's a clumsy Batman, right? Like, there's a couple times where other people give him clues as to like how to solve the next right. part. And I'm just like... You're fucking Batman. How do you how do you not know? Like, how did you not fucking figure that out? And he's just like, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, you know what? That does make sense. Let me uh let me take a couple steps back and put that together. The whole URL and the laughing. Yeah. And they went like laughing at him. Yeah. Like. I was like, this is this is ridiculous. So it's like it's clear that he's typically the smartest guy in the room but he doesn't always have everything figured out. Right. You know what I mean? Like he's quicker than you are, but he, he doesn't know everything. Yeah. And I like that. I like that this version of Batman. So let's talk about the supporting cast, which I thought was phenomenal. Everybody was great. I thought everybody in this movie was yeah. great. Um 
I've heard some people say that the supporting cast overshadows Batman a bit. I think that's par for the course with Batman movies at this point, though. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like almost every Batman movie is like that. He's kind of always... Batman himself is kind of always outshined by either the villain or the supporting cast. I don't think this supporting cast particularly outshined them. I think they were all just on level with each other. Right. You know what I mean? I think when some of the supporting cast were in the same scene with Batman, yeah, they may have stole the scene from him a bit, but it was still very clearly like a Batman movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Now, I felt like all the... Everybody did their character justice. Mm-hmm. Everybody. I mean, Colin Farrell didn't even look like Colin Farrell. He did an amazing. I was like, this is this the penguin traditional is penguin. The uh, only thing is, he wasn't that short. But other than that, no, which is fine. Yeah, because I didn't okay get the feeling that. like it was particularly tall either. That's like, true. Yeah. Uh, Jim Gordon, great. I thought he was the best live action Jim Gordon we've had. Catwoman thought she was the best live action. Catwoman I agree with that. Had. She's the best Catwoman yeah. we've ever had. She felt I mean, I felt like she came right out of the comic book. Yeah, she it was 100% her character. Uh, Falcone, I completely believe that dude was a mob boss. I was 100%. Weird. I was thrown off by the choice, the, the, the actor at first, because I didn't know it was him playing it until I saw it. Yeah, and the only other things I could think of him ever being in, he plays like a just like a humorous guy, like a just kind of like a dunce a bit not a dunce that's the wrong word um but just kind of this dude who just kind of like a dummy a bit like somebody who you think knows a lot but he kind of doesn't he's just kind of stupid um now i always think he's uh i don't know if you ever watched monk but he was monk's brother and he played kind of like a sadder character Mm. so i knew he had the range Oh, interesting. Okay. See, I remember him most from like the Transformers movies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. You know what I mean? So uh, I saw him and I was just like, this guy, this is who you guys chose to be Carmel Falcone. Thought he did a great job. Did great. He whispered just like everybody else. Yep. Grabbed Catwoman by the back of her head and just whispered like, right to her. The the whole thing with Catwoman being his daughter right out of the uh, long Halloween. Mm. So I really enjoyed that. The whole... Uh, and not really giving a fuck and trying to kill everybody. Like, I was like very Falcone, anyways. Like, uh, I killed your mother, now I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And he killed the, the friend, he strangled her, and like he's really running everything. I honestly struggled a bit with the rat thing, though. I don't, I almost feel like I needed to watch this movie again. So, who was the rat? Was it Falcone that was the rat? Yes. But he also was running the police. So, how was he a rat? He's running the police because he was the rat. So he didn't. Jesus, is that loud enough for people to hear? It? I uh, do it all the time. It's not even a bad area. It's just the. I think the hospital is just nearby, uh, so I always get you. it. Um, I from my understanding, he got to where he was basically because he was a rat. It was more of like a. It it seems like it was more of a. So those a lot of those police officers' careers were made because of the bust that they made. And Falcone gave them the information to make that bust. So I think it was kind of like a, I made you who you are, so you owe me. Okay. And I still run shit in the underworld. Yeah. So I can still have you killed if I want. I think he rose to power because he ratted out on that person. He assumed that Which position. Which was the other big mob boss. Right. He assumed that position of power, or he took that power, 
And then so, he took a bunch of the money from the, from the Wayne Foundation. Right. And then he took a bunch of... So then he had the money. So he has the money. He has the power. He has the backing. And he helped make a lot of those cops who they owe him. And the ones that don't owe him, he has either enough money or enough power to pay them off or intimidate them. All right. That makes more sense. So Because like, that's what he was trying to do with Thomas Wayne, uh, too. He like went and killed that reporter. Right. So Thomas Wayne would owe him. Exactly. And then he would own the guy. All right. Yep. So he's doing that. Whatever. That, that makes more sense. Yeah. To me. yeah, yeah. I was like, this guy's the rat and also run everybody. And I was so confused by that. Yeah. I was like, man, I need to watch this movie again. I get that. that one part. I'm just not grasping, but that, that makes sense. Yeah. So that, that's, that's basically what it was. Yeah. Um, the, that's another thing though just because i mentioned it real quick i actually really liked the thomas and martha wayne aspect of the story yeah it was different it was yeah it was a bit different Martha um, was in the mental institution yeah the two dad. you know families that made were the arkham family and the wayne family i was like oh that's a cool little twist to yeah. put onto this thing i was like huh okay that's a different yeah i feel like approach like it reminded me a bit of the Joker movie and Thomas Wayne being in that movie too. And then they're like people have a mental illness and stuff. I was like, yeah. Oh, there's some similarities going on here. All right. Yeah, I all right. That. I see that. Yeah. Um, let's see what else we got. All right. So let's talk about the big, the big bad, right? So we talked about the pain. We talked about the other supporting cast. Yeah. Great. What did you think of the Riddler? I love this version of the Riddler. Did you? Yep. I loved everything about it. Mm. I love the... The only thing I wish... I wish he actually had put together, like, in the comic book or in the animated movie even, that Bruce Wayne was Batman. Yeah. And that wasn't just a big tease. Because they changed that in the animated movie. Yeah. In the Hush comic book, it was Bruce Wayne's childhood Childhood friend. friend, It wasn't the Riddler, but yeah, they did in the movie. That was weird. Did did you like the fake out? Because he was like Bruce Wayne and even he looked like shit. Yeah. He knows who I am. Honestly, I would have liked them to keep it like that, though. And us to like never know if he really knows, or just to assume that he does. Just assume that he does know. Ah, uh, I got gotcha. you. Uh, I was okay. I was legit in my like. I was like, damn. He, and then they just, and he said like, that's the only one we didn't get. And I was like, oh, he he doesn't know. He doesn't know. So this is I. F- I feel like a lot of people may disagree with me on this, but I didn't particularly like the Riddler. Honestly, I thought he was the weakest part of the movie because he was the only reason that this was like a psychological thriller. Yeah, he I was setting up. He like, was killing all the people. Don't get me wrong. Up all the traps. I he underst- made it a detective movie. I understand all that, but I just I don't think he was one. I don't think he was a great villain. Or no, I take that back. I think he was a good villain. I don't think he was a good Riddler. I don't like him as the Riddler. One, he felt. It felt like they were trying to do well, too much. more like Hush. I don't know if I would have liked that either. Like, So this Riddler 1 felt too Jokery to me. Like, It felt like they were just trying to do the Joker light version. And I just... I like, didn't feel that way at all. I felt that way. I'm just like, come on, man. Like, let's, let's do something different. Like... You know the scenes where he'd be like recording himself and then he'd go from like screaming and yelling to like whispering and like this whole like crazy fluctuation thing. I'm like, that just feels like Heath Ledger's Joker. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's a good point. Let's do something different. Also, I would have loved, I know they were going with like this darker, grittier take on the Riddler, which is fine. And I think the the choice of going with the Riddler, I was always happy with the choice of them finally doing like the Riddler. I thought it was a, a perfect villain, right? To do this whole detective psychological thriller story. Right. 
But I wish we would have got a kind of more of the narcissistic comic book Riddler. Not too comic booky. Like I don't want Jim Carrey's Riddler, yeah. right? But I didn't want him to be this far extreme on the other end of the spectrum. Like a more confident, like correct. Yeah, like like I am the this, smartest person in the exactly. room. Version. This Riddler seemed more like I have a plan, and I'm gonna stick to it, and I know it's going to work. Right. Right. But even at one point, he he tells Batman like I needed your help, which is fine. I didn't mind that part. I thought that was I thought that was cool. But I didn't like the twist of like. I wasn't trying to outsmart you. I was just trying to get you to help me. I think it was more like I was using you. Like we did this together, which did feel very Jokerish, Right. So I, I would have preferred a more narcissistic kind of like Riddler who was, and I didn't, I didn't love his motivations either. Like I just felt like, I feel like this whole kind of like the city's corrupt. Let's take down the corrupt people kind of thing is like a little played out. I would have liked. But it was more like he uh, was promised that all this money and this foundation was going to make his life better, and it didn't happen. Yeah, which is which is fine. So like, think okay. Let me let think about it this way, right? So say all that same shit happened, right? He was an orphan. Um, he was promised all this. He didn't get it. But instead of him going to get revenge on these people who kind of took this stuff away from him, what if his motivation was? Say he found his way out of his bad situation, right? He went to college. He got an education. He realized that he had a, a, an aptitude for just like knowledge and learning and figuring any problem, problem solving. Right. Any problem that was put in front of him, he could just figure it out, right? And he thought to himself, I'm going to now go prove to these people that they are not better than me, that I am better than them. And I'm better than this so-called vigilante hero. I am the smartest person in Gotham, and I'm going to show that. And by doing to do that, I'm going to make everybody play a fucking game, and I'm going to show them that they can't beat me. Like I feel like I would have enjoyed. I would have enjoyed a Riddler more of like I'm. I'm doing this because I'm just trying to prove to everybody that I'm smarter than the Batman, and like I just. We're just going to play this fucking game just for me to prove it versus I'm doing this to get revenge and get what's owed to me and like take down the corrupt bosses. You know what I mean? I just make like it that would more fun. Yeah, that that definitely would have been more on par too with that character. Yeah. So I like so that's why like I don't think the actor was bad or anything like that. I just wish they would have gave him different motivations and I wish they wouldn't have went with the whole like. He's basically kind of like a psychopath that's also a genius, right. which, again, just feels like Joker. I would have rather it have been. Me. I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, he just, he's just a narcissistic dude who's just like, I'm better than everybody else, and I'm going to prove it. This is, the, this is the person that people want to look up to. This is the person that's been like ridding Gotham of crime and the, the so-called greatest detective. Nah, fuck that. I'm yeah. going to show you I'm better <laughs> than this dude simply because I want to, and he, and because he's just that confident in himself, he's Edward Nigma. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's like, that's what I'm doing. So that's how I they didn't go with that last name too. Did you notice that? Yeah, I did notice that. I was like, that's a weird choice. Why it not was just a weird do it? Choice. They, they. It was one of his aliases. Or right. I didn't see the first one. One of them 
was a different first name and the last name Nigma, and the other one was like I think Edward, but a different last name. But they didn't ever put them together, right? So I was just kind of like, yeah, that is a that is a a weird a weird choice. You know what I uh, what I did find disappointing in the moment with the Riddler, mm-hmm. and more so with Batman, is that Batman didn't actually catch him. Like Riddler went to fucking prison on his own terms. <laughs> That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. Which is cool for his character. Like, all right, he was so smart that he's like, yeah, you're not even going to catch me. Right now. I'm going to go to prison, and this is still part of my plan. This is still a game that I'm playing. Yeah. Now think, but, like, Batman again, didn't outsmart him at right. any point. Now, think if that was his only motivation. How much cooler would that have been? Like, this wasn't for revenge. This was just to prove that I'm better. And he did it. And you'd be yeah. like, fuck. <laughs> he fucking, he won. Do one. Like, yep. because he does. Because he blows up the the fucking seawalls or whatever. He floods the city, which is insane. Yeah. And you're just like, damn. Like, this dude, he, you're right. Batman didn't catch him. Like, he let himself be caught because he got to the end of his game, right? He had Batman do exactly what he wanted him to do. Bring the rat to the light. And he brought him out. And this whole time, he was camped out literally across the street <laughs> with a sniper rifle. And he shoots the dude. And that was like... Like I just feel like if was, they switched his motivations, that would have been like a like a wow moment, like right. wow, like this dude's no fucking joke. So yeah, that's how I feel. Man, I agree with you. You convinced me. Yeah, man. See that? I know what I'm doing. You think we're gonna see a Robin? So it's funny that you mentioned the other guy because I was thinking originally that kid whose dad gets killed yeah. by the Riddler in the beginning. I was like that could be Robin. No, I was getting that connection to that. I was getting that feeling too, but I don't. I don't think he will be. No, I don't think they're gonna go with one so young. I get that, but you can't go with one too old either. You have to. He's got to be so that guy I was talking about sixteen. No, twenty, twenty-four. Really? The guy that I was talking about is twenty-four, and I think it's perfect. But this Batman, how old would you say this Batman is? Because I say this Batman's like maybe in his late twenties. I mean, I was at early thirties, but yeah. Okay. So late 20s, early 30s. But I think that's, that's the whole thing is uh, if we go like Dick Grayson, Batman, Dick Grayson, Batman, and Bruce Wayne. Sorry, Dick Grayson, Robin, and Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. were more of like brothers because they were closer in age. It was too close in age that like he couldn't really be the dad. Mm. Versus the other ones, he's old enough to be the dad. But that's why I think it's perfect. Like if you get somebody that's like, early 20s late teens it's not so young that's like this is irresponsible of batman to have this fucking 10 yeah. year old kid running around that. the city i get that and young enough that it's okay for him to be a robin you know what's crazy i feel like i feel like this is a, a terrible universe to put like a kid robin in I, yeah. so i agree with that but i feel like it is a perfect universe for a nightwing and a red hood yeah like i think it's perfect we already heard, we know Bloodhaven's there. They yeah, already use Bloodhaven. Like, Love that too. <laughs> right? Great. But like, think of this Batman versus a Red Hood. Like, think if that's like, they do a trilogy of this. Think if that's the final, the, the third movie. That'd be great. Dude, that would be fucking phenomenal. Yeah. So we see a bit more, like a, uh, and I hope they, we see a clear progression if they do like a trilogy or whatever, I hope we see a clear growth in this Batman, right? Like in terms of skill and everything. Even with this one is he's young enough that I feel like if he wanted to, he could be more than a trilogy and then we can slowly really grow a bat family. We get all of them in there. 
Because Robert Pattinson's not that old. He's, he's like, got lots he, of years 30 left. 30 something? Yeah, he's got plenty of years left to play Batman. Let's see. Robert Pattinson. We can get him on the level of Hugh Jackman. He's 35. Get him on that Hugh Jackman level where he's playing Batman, Batman for like 10 for years. Like 10 years. 10, we, can get, years. we can get a whole fucking Bat family. He could definitely play Batman until he's like 50. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because they even they didn't even jack him up. He no? just seemed like a regular in shape guy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he didn't seem like peak human perfection. <laughs> no, not at all. Like a, he just seemed like a dude who just kind of works out a few days a week and eats <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I was just kind of like, this ain't a this not a Jack Batman. Like he's not even that cut. He just looks like a regular kind of healthy dude. Like he works out a few times a week, eats healthy. You know what I mean? He may skip the gym every now and then, but he's he's a regular worker outer. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Uh, it could work. And get him engaged to Catwoman. Mm. Get all the back. Get Damien. <laughs> I Jason think Todd, uh, Damien could be Tim good Drake. in this universe. If they do any Robin, it would. It should definitely be Damien. But then they got to establish Ra's al Ghul and Talia al Ghul. Yeah, and, it's a lot of work to get that done. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of time. I mean, I was wondering because the, the, so the guy I was mentioning, you know, plays uh, Tim Drake. But the fact that he's in the Joker gang makes you feel like it's a little bit more Jason Todd. Yeah. Like Tim Drake's has supposed to have parents. Like. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think a Red Hood would be so good in this universe, man. Yeah? It'd be so good. All right, let's get to the third act, man. Now, I will preface this by saying this is by far my favorite third act of any Batman movie. Okay. <laughs> I just, I, I, I love it. I thought it was great. I think because it, it, it runs a bit deeper than some of the other ones i think um and i just i really enjoy it. what did you think of it so the big big action scene this isn't a very action-packed batman movie either by no. the way like a lot of the action beats we see in the movie a good chunk of them are in the trailer like there's not that yeah. many surprises there's a few extra ones but yeah a lot of them are in the trailers but this is the big one uh we see Joe, uh, Joker. See again, Riddler has a following, <laughs> right? Which is seems very modern to, to just right. be online. And it, it's funny. Did you notice how many followers he had? Not enough. Five thousand. Huh? That's it. Huh? It's not even that many. That's all he needed. Yeah, it's true. Because he had like what 20, 30 guys show up. Yeah. All just dressed like him. And I was like, okay, yeah, I get that. This that seems like a modern take. I, I'm fine with that, right? Um, this Batman. Is hella fucking bulletproof, bro. Oh, oh my! He's getting God. shot so much, bro. He gets shot so much. This is the most bulletproof <laughs> Batman ever. It's insane. Like, I mean, that's what I I, that's one of the things Affleck, I like about it. Batman was bulletproof. I mean, he takes that one bullet to like the head, Batman. Yeah, Affleck. but no, nah, this Batman, oh, he's on a different level, bro. <laughs> just machine guns. He's just shaking them off. He's shotguns. He's shaking them off. He's like, fuck it. You got to shoot me where I'm not covered. Yeah. Kill me. Shoot me right in the mouth or nowhere else. Nowhere else. <laughs> um, so we see him fight a bunch of Riddler. Again, it's not a perfect fight scene. Like he's. he's nah, he's getting his ass beat. He's getting. Way. Yeah. He's, he's, shot, getting he's almost getting killed. Him. He seems like. And I, I think that's what makes him so different from like Ben Affleck's Batman. It's like Ben Affleck's Batman went into that warehouse and like it was very clear that like. If he wanted to, he could kill everybody in there. Right. And just be part, like, not be, f just like, no no problem, right? I could I could kill everybody in this warehouse, no problem. 
and just walk out of here like it's nothing. <laughs> this Batman seems like if he went into a warehouse with like 20 dudes with guns and he was in a confined space. It's going to have some problems. Yeah, he, might, he might not walk out of there. He might. <laughs> he might not. Like, he's just like, ah. Ooh. He also, sh- he shoots a lot of people himself with his grappling gun. He yeah. He just puts it through people's legs, pulls them <laughs> in. I was like, okay, yeah. What did you think of the uh, injection thing he did? I thought it was interesting. Yeah. But again, very realistic. Like, it makes sense. It, I'm, I'm assuming it was just like a shot of adrenaline. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah, which would make, but again, like, yeah. No, <laughs> he I beats get the it. fuck out of that guy. He beats the shit out of him. I'm surprised he didn't die, honestly. Yeah. I thought he was going to kill him. I yeah, like, I thought so too. I thought that's like, what that scene was going to be. I was like, yeah. oh man, he's killing yeah, now. I'm like, this dude's dead. But he didn't. He even was able to talk afterwards. Uh, but yeah, no, again, like, I'm like, yeah, why the fuck? If I was fucking <laughs> Batman, why would I not have that on my utility belt? Like, I got yeah. everything else. Why the fuck wouldn't I have a shot of adrenaline just in case? Like, yeah, let's fucking go. Let's make it happen. In a bad situation and I need to get out. Yeah, let's make it happen. Why? So I enjoyed the fight scene. He, he came in through the roof. Yep, finally. Yeah, yeah. came in through the roof, uh, beat a lot of those guys up. Again, he'd take a gun from somebody and beat the shit out of somebody with a gun. And was just like, <laughs> okay, cool. Um, I like the bat signal or the the his bat symbol that he took. He'd take he'd off take his off, chest yeah. and like cut stuff with it. That was cool. Um, why did the one guy, and this is, this is one of my complaints about the, not really about the movie, but just, I'm like, why, why would you do that? That was stupid. So the one guy shoots him with the shotgun, right? And he falls off and he's hanging on by one arm. And it's like, he's clearly like on his last leg. He's tired. He's exhausted. The guy takes this shotgun and he aims it at his forehead. And I'm just like, bro, (laughs) his whole fucking jawline is out. Why would you not aim it at the part of his face that is clearly not? I'd have put that bitch right in his mouth. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Listen, he's not sitting there thinking the mask is bulletproof. The mask is clearly bulletproof. You don't think somebody <laughs> tried to shoot him in the head yet? Come on, bro. Like, at minimum. Honestly, at that point, at he most, didn't even have to reload. He could have just hit him with that gun and he would have fell. He could have just hit him with that gun a few <laughs> times. Yeah, he probably would have fell. But he, I guess he was like, nah, I'm going to go for the kill. But again, why are you going for the kill by shooting at the part of his body that's fucking bulletproof? Like, all of this. All of this, Sean. <laughs> he has the most exposed face of any Batman we've seen. All this is out. And it's just like, shoot him there, you idiot. <laughs> oh, so stupid. I just thought it was dumb. But anyway. <laughs> that's, my, that's my biggest gripe about the movie. Like, you right. idiot. Fucking aim at his face. But... So what I love the most, what I loved about this third act though, is we see the moment where you know it's flooding, the electrical wires coming out. I thought that was a, a, a good dramatic moment too, where he cuts right. the cable and he's like, "I'm gonna fall in this water and I'll probably get electrocuted," but he comes up and I'm like, "Cool." Um, I was like, "Yeah, no, 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 that works, that works, that works." And then he lights the the torch, right, and it's. I love I love the symbolism of that scene because he goes to help the people and they're afraid of him. Right. And it was in that moment he realized that he can't just be a symbol of fear. Like yes, you need to be a symbol of fear to criminals, but you also have to be a beacon of hope and light for the people you are trying to save. The people you are trying to save can't be afraid of you. Or else you're not doing anything. Like you're doing more harm than good. Right. And in that moment, he 
figuratively figures that out and he literally becomes a beacon of light for these people <laughs> in the darkness and i'm like this is fucking great <laughs> who wrote this shit you yeah. guys were on it yep fuck good job so no, I liked it. I was going to say the, I don't know if uh, I got the symbolism the same level. You got the symbolism, but that scene, I definitely got the fact I was like, okay, now the people are seeing him as like, yeah, like he's good. He's here to help. And he's like, a hero. Yep. But yeah, man, great, great, great stuff. Great stuff. Yeah, awesome movie. Let's think any, before we get to the last part, anything else we missed? Um, I like the scene where Jim Gordon tells him to punch him in the face. That was fun. Yeah. And he punches him in the face. It's good scene. Yeah. Good scene. I was like, ah. That was good. And he's like, you could have pulled that punch. I was like, I did. I did. <laughs> um, I like the fact that he prevented uh, Catwoman from killing anybody. Twice. Yeah, that was good. The Batmobile. Did you like the Batmobile? Yeah, I was, I, that's fine. You know that scene, that scene wasn't CGI. Where I, I saw an interview. Matt Reeves said the scene where he, they jumped the Batmobile through fire. Not CGI. Real. I mean, you can tell. It looks great. Yeah. Real uh, Real. I real thought shit. it was interesting that he was going everywhere in a motorcycle through the whole movie, too. Yeah, and then he finally whips out the Batmobile. Yeah. I guess it's because he was working on it. And they again, they really were emphasizing like this dude is supposed to strike fear because even the Batmobile was like scary. You know what I mean? It was like clearly supposed to be kind of yeah. like a monster. Like, what the fuck is this thing? Like when he first turns it on and it screeches and it's, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Do you did you notice that when he goes to take off, he like stops? No, I it didn't jerks. Notice. You didn't notice that? Oh no, I did. I did. And I was Sorry. like, what the fuck just happened? Was that supposed? <laughs> did he? Is he this inexperienced that he doesn't know how to drive this car yet? Like what? Or I heard and I was listening to another podcast and he he was saying that um he took it as like, you know, it, the, they're clearly painting the Batmobile to kind of be like a monster, right? Like this animal. And he's like, he looked at it as more like a, like if you have a like an aggressive dog on the leash, right? Like, you know, that like moment of like the dog charges, but you have the leash yeah. so you can jerk them back. He took it as like that, like, like I'm about to let this thing go, but hold on, like, you know, like I got him, but, but they don't run away. So I guess he's just like, well, yeah, I guess I gotta, fucking, <laughs> I gotta go. But he tries to intimidate them first just by like wailing it up and then like acting like he's going to go after him and then he doesn't. So I thought that was an interesting take on that. But uh, at first I was just like, this dude's this inexperienced that he doesn't even know how to fully drive the car. Can't even drive the car yet. Yeah, he's still figuring that shit yeah, out. Yeah, six shift? Did you just kill it? Yeah. I was like, ah, ah, interesting. Oh, there was one more thing. What was it? Ah, oh, shit. I can't remember. Maybe it'll come back to me. Um, so the Joker thing. Bro, why? I don't know. Man. They could have not done it. It would have been so easy not to do it. It would have been super easy. Not I honestly saw that scene and I was like, this is so disappointing. Because the Joker scene in the beginning. I thought it was, was Two-Face at first. Nah, I put it together. Well, I thought it was Joker. And then they showed kind of his face. And I'm like, his face is like clearly disfigured. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that must be Two-Face then. I'm like, nah, that's clearly a Joker. Yeah. I was like, why? why? Why are they doing this? Why? Honestly, I could go short of them doing the Red Hood story. I could have gone this whole... Trilogy, without the Joker. Without the Joker. I agree, bro. Fan. It's my favorite villain, but it's overdone now. It is. I feel like Jared Leto's Joker really just maybe disappoint, and I don't want to be like, yeah. hey, everybody calm down with the Joker. I get that. I get There's that. There's so many other Rose Gallery Batman villains that they could do so instead many. of the Joker. Let's do something great. different. Because right now, even it's even like the it's like the Dark Knight fucking 
formula because they did the same thing in Dark Knight. It, uh, the first Batman Begins ends with a Joker card. The and teaser, the he's Joker. the next villain in the yeah. next movie. And it's like, we don't need this again. We don't. We don't need, like, yeah, you can do something different. I get it. And every time they want to go with this, like, dark, gritty take on Batman, this realistic take on Batman, it's always like, well, we got to do the Joker, right? Because he's he's that perfect balance of like over the top but like still grounded in like you can ground him in realism but yeah do something different man let's just there's plenty of other characters there's you could plenty do. of other characters that they could do which would lead us into our close call but before we get to that do you think so was this the best batman movie for you i think i'm gonna go yes I get that. I get that. It's close. It is close. It's hard to like, it's hard to beat out. Look, I'm going to say yes. The only close contestant is the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. But that's just because of the Joker in the movie. I agree. It's funny. I was watching one of uh, Jay's live, the comic detective. Yeah. He's been on the show. Um, he said the same thing. He was like, I went back and I watched The Dark Knight because that's what everybody's comparing it to, right? And he's like, honestly, that movie is not as good as I remember it is. Like, the Joker is great, but it's not as great of a movie as I remember it. I could complain about so many things in that movie. I kind of feel like I'd feel the same way because that is one of those movies where, like, the Joker makes it. Without the Joker, that movie would not be what it is. Without Heath Ledger's performance, it wouldn't be what it is. It's because of him. Because when you look at the other two Batman movies, arguably, the Batman Begins is the best Batman movie out of the trilogy. The Dark Knight Rises, a lot of people just have problems with that movie because it's kind of a mess. Right. But the, the Dark Knight... You could argue that's not Batman's movie. That's the Joker's movie. He's the star, and then Batman is the supporting character. We know that's not the case, but you could I, I feel like yeah. I could make an argument for that. You could you could definitely make that argument. So it's just like this was a Batman movie. Yeah. So yeah. So you think it's better than the Dark Knight? I think, I think it's better than the Dark Knight. Okay. Fair enough. Was the it's Where do you, where do you land on it? I kind of feel the same way. I do. I want to rewatch it. I feel like if I rewatch it, I can solidify my opinion. Right. But right now, see, because initially I was like, I'm not even going to compare it to The Dark Knight because even they are extremely different it, movies. They are very different movies. They're not I've been asked the same. The same question, and that's honestly how I've been answering, is that they're too different to really compare the movies. Yeah. This is like it's a, this is like a psychological thriller movie. Yes, yeah, it's not. It's very different. Like your traditional like, like comic action book comic book, yeah, action yeah. comic book movie. Yeah, it's different. Would you say that this is your favorite iteration of Batman? Are you still you still on the Ben Affleck train, the Batfleck train? I think he. It's close. I think he just barely surpasses Ben Affleck. Gotcha. Just barely. I do think Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne's better. Yeah, because this guy's this guy's he's Bruce not Bruce shit. Wayne. Yeah, he's he's, yeah. he's not Bruce Wayne. I, and I get it because I've also heard some people say like you know. He is a more realistic Bruce Wayne, right? He's not. He's still early in his career, and a, a early Bruce Wayne. It makes sense that he would just be like a weird dude. Like yeah. he's always out at night. He fights criminals in a mask. Like he believes himself. Like you know, because the arguments always made that Batman is his true identity, not Bruce Wayne. 
And this, the, he feels like that. He feels like no, he's fully. But how much better would have been just Batman? How much better? I mean, to me at least, it would have been so much better if in that beginning scene and Alfred's like, "Oh, I have the accountants coming," and he's like, "Oh, why they're coming?" Like whatever. How much better would have it been if he actually we saw the scene with him and the accountants and he's just nailing it? Yeah, just killing it in this it meeting. Been good. I would have liked it. I would have right. loved that. You're right. Um, but yeah, this is clearly a dedicated Batman. He's just like, nah, I'm Batman damn near 24-7. Right. He doesn't leave the house. He doesn't go, like, he even has a hard time with sunlight. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and when he does go out, yeah, he's just weird. You know, he, he hasn't had a haircut in a while because he just doesn't have fucking time to do it. Like, he's just like an emo kid. It's just like. He's at the funeral and everybody's like, Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne. And even there, he seems awkward with it. Like, yeah. he doesn't know what to do. So but he it, just it, it, kind of ignores it, like, it, trying not to get pictures taken of him. It and, makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. I get it. That was the other thing I wanted to mention. I know we're jumping around a bit, but I did want to hit on this. Did you like Alfred? We didn't talk about Alfred. I liked Alfred. I liked Alfred a lot. I will say, though, there was a brief moment where I thought they may have actually killed him. I was like, if they're ever going to kill Alfred in the movie, this feels like the movie they might do it. Yeah. And I was like, this movie kind of feels like he might actually be dead. I wouldn't say he was my favorite Alfred. No? No. Who's your favorite Alfred? I actually think the one from The Dark Knight, he's a great Alfred. All right, fair enough. I feel like he wasn't my favorite Alfred, but I feel like he has the potential to be. But we just didn't see that yeah. much of him. I liked him a lot as Alfred. I thought I liked how he was smart. I like that. Yeah. Solving the puzzles. Yeah, himself. he was just like, I figured this shit out for you. Here you go, bro. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, okay, damn, Alfred. I was cool having the scene like you needed a dad and I didn't know how to be that for you. Like that was a cool scene. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. I liked it. So what do you want to see in the next movie? Do you want to see a more Bruce Wayne-y Bruce Wayne? Yes, do you want 100%. To see, do you want to see more action? Because I feel like they, they did a good job with this, but I do feel like they set it up in a way where we could see a more... Uh, action-packed movie in the next one we could see a more established batman we could see a more experienced batman who doesn't who can take on 10 guys and be cool you know what i mean yeah i think i, I want to see be a good transition i want to see improvement in his skills but if the next movie was also a psychological thriller i'd be cool with it okay but like it would be cool to see like okay now this is taking place three more years later and yeah. he's like significantly more skilled yeah yeah i agree there's a lot more I, we could say about i could say about this movie for sure yeah we could talk about this for four hours yeah if we wanted to. definitely definitely but we don't want to see the joker <laughs> in the next movie nope yeah all right both in agreement no yeah. joker in the next one no which brings us into our first close call of the day which is matt reeves i believe has gone on record saying that they're not going to introduce any super powered beings into this version of the batman do you think that's a good move or do you want to see super powered beings because i do i want to see other villains they don't have to be like you know fucking um like like justice league powered villain levels do you know what i mean like i don't need to see magicians yeah. and shit i don't know why matt reeves wants to do that yeah. because we already have that trilogy it already exists it was fun while we had it a lot of people complain about the villains being not up to par but hey why would we go the same route again with this like why can't we see some super powered villains That's what I'm saying. and seeing it done well that's what i'm saying like we, we, we've tackled most of the non-super... And Batman has a lot of them, but we've tackled a lot of them, right? Yeah. We did Scarecrow. We did Two-Face. We did the Joker. We've done the Riddler. And they even took Bane, 
who is on the border, like he's a normal and made him dude, not super but he, and not made him not. He's just a fucking bulked up dude who can fight, right? And I guess to a point is where do you put the superpower line, right? Is I agree, Mister Freeze I, superpower. That's what not I was really because I think Mister Freeze. I really want to see a live action like darker Mister Freeze, like yeah. in line with the animated series. And I think there's a way to do that without like giving him like superpowers or not making them like again like superman wonder woman level right like i'm not saying we gotta go that far right like i'm not saying we gotta see a clay face just yet but like a mr freeze i yeah, feel like that would be phenomenal. even mind a clay face i wouldn't mind a clay face either yeah i don't think he should shy away from any batman villain he should shy away from superman villains yeah wonder woman villains flash villains but any villain in his own fucking universe just go for it go for it go for it and if you're going to do, oh my God, if you're going to do Bane, then do fucking Bane. Yeah, give him the venom. I'm so freaking annoyed about Bane <laughs> in the other movie. This is not Bane at all. The only thing they had in common was the name and he broke Batman's back. That was it. That was it. That was it. That was Everything it. Everything else, man. nothing about him was Bane. Who, so, who, so top of my list is Mr. Freeze. Who do you want to see? I want to see Two-Face and Dunn super well. Because Two-Face, I don't think has been done. It's been done twice, so I guess yeah. a third time is like kind of a lot, but I don't think it was done particularly well okay. either time. So what about a villain with powers? Um, I think Clayface is a lot of fun. Yeah, I think Clayface could be really good too. I wouldn't mind having like a like a man bat, but man bat not being the main villain. Like open up with him taking down man yeah, bat. I feel the same way about like a killer croc. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like don't make him the main villain, but if he's like a it opens up and he's taking him down i'd be all about it either that or he's like a trump card for like a boss right like a yeah. like a penguin has a has a killer croc you know what i mean like right. working for him and it's just like he goes to get the penguin and it's like nah you gotta deal with my pet you first. know what'd be fun for this universe though what's that uh scarface the puppet guy the puppet guy oh that would you be... do a great psychological thrill with that guy yeah that'd be an exciting fucking movie that'd, that'd be, be pumped how many how many super powered villains does Batman face regularly? I mean, not that many. I mean, they have powers; huh? they're not crazy powered. Yeah, but to swear it all off it yeah. seems ridiculous to it me. Does because I'm just I'm thinking now. He does a lot of his main villains don't have powers. No, Two Face, the Joker, the Riddler, uh, Penguin, fucking even like they have like ability. Not like like Firefly doesn't have powers. He's just yeah, an arsonist. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You want to see like a court of owls? I think this universe would do a court of owls as well. Yeah, I think they. I think they're probably leading like, to that. Honestly, for like a split second, I thought when he went to the funeral, everybody on the like thing, I thought they were all wearing the masks at first. Ah, I was like, <gasps> and I was like, oh, oh, never mind. Uh, never mind. <laughs> but like, you know, I think they could introduce a Raz Al Ghul with the Lazarus Pit. Like, don't shy away from that shit. Yeah, if you're gonna do Raz Al Ghul, have a Lazarus Pit. Yeah. And he could be, you know, not super and you know powered, what? but he Nothing could be Nothing against there. Liam Neeson, but can we get an accurate-looking Razakul? Yeah, yeah, I guess Just that. a white dude? The yeah. fuck are we doing? Give him the beard, give him all of it. That's right. the other thing I was going to mention, too, before we get the last calls. You know what I actually really enjoyed? I'm just small and subtle. What's that? But the fact that the, you know, the penguin had two henchmen that were twins, I was like, that feels such like a comic book it thing does. to me. You're right. I love it. You're right. I love the fact that even the fact that, that the one twin would open and then he would close and then, and then, then the second twin, twin would be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See this fucking yeah. guy? <laughs> 
I didn't think of it. You're right. That is yeah. a very comic book thing to do. That was good. That's, yeah. a, that's a good point. So, superpower beings, yes. Yes. Yeah, let's do it. I, I'm fucking here for it. Let's go. Again, because you're right. None of Batman's superpowered villains really have that crazy of a power. Right. The craziest one I could think of off the top of my head, and I'm sure people will probably be screaming at us like, this villain, this villain, this villain. But it's like Clayface. Like, yeah. And you could do a really good... And like Salman know, Grundy would probably be too much. Yeah. But you could do Clayface and not even make it that extreme, right? He could just be like... Shape-shifting. Yeah, you could do the else. actor thing. Maybe he just has a bit of an ability where he can just kind of shift his face around and just be different people. Yeah. And again, you can go right back into like that the world's greatest detective thing where you got to figure out who the fuck this guy is when he keeps being different people. Right. Be good stuff. Um, all right, cool. So the, the second close call we got is should because look the dceu is in fucking shambles we don't know what the <laughs> fuck is going on okay should it's bad when their best works are suicide squad and yeah and know, peacemaker right? yeah i know golly so this is separate yes right, right? It's a different universe but should this be the main dceu honestly should they just take this and just be like nah fuck it this is our new starting point i'd be all about it Unless you're gonna give me Henry Cavill back as Superman, I could I could do away with the rest do of it. Do away with everybody else. See, Wonder Woman would be hard. Wonder Woman would be hard. But I think it would be cool for them to go and build maybe start a little bit with the Bat family, but then even get like a, a bunch of the other side characters in this universe. I think yeah. it would I think they're on to something with this universe. Yeah. Where they started the DCEU too much on a mess. Like they did great with the first Superman movie, but then they tried to go straight from a Batman versus Superman movie, and it was way too soon for that. Like yeah. they needed something else in there. Right, right. I agree. So I'm going to say no, just because it seems like they're doing better with just telling self contained stories. I think they're trying too hard to create this extended universe. And I think if they tried to shoehorn this in or make this the new starting point, again, I think they're going to either paint themselves into a corner or end up going down the wrong path. I would rather see this be, I would rather see it be a Batman universe in the sense of I want to see more characters, but I'm cool if we stick to just Batman characters. I want to see a Robin, a Nightwing, a Red Hood, an Oracle, a Batgirl, a Batwoman. Like, I think putting Batwoman in the next movie, like Batwoman, I think that could be great. Yeah. Like, I think she'd be a perfect fit for for this universe. Like, uh, uh, you know, a Batwoman who, who does, like, who uses guns and just, you know, she's very different from Batman, but she took on, like, she uses, like, his kind of persona to fight crime and shit. So, like, I would love to see them just kind of make a Batman extended universe. Honestly, almost like what they did with the animated series. All right. Like the animated movies where we get like, we get a, we get to the point where we see a Damian Wayne, we see a Tali Al Ghul, we see a Raz Al Ghul. Like, and then maybe if they want to fold that into, maybe that's the route they should go. Maybe they should just start with the three characters, build their individual universes, and then maybe fold them into each other. Versus being I feel like that's like, what I don't want to. This is going to be a starting point, and we're going to, again, like jump straight into like 
Batman, Superman, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Nah. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Grow the Batman universe, grow a Superman universe, grow Wonder Woman universe, and then fold them into each other. And then all of a sudden, a fucking mother box appears, and fucking, you see one in Gotham, you see one in Metropolis, and one Themyscira, then all of a sudden, after we've had three, four movies of these characters already. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's all connected. That would be great. That would be great. But don't make that the main focus. No. Just... Make good movies. Make exactly. Make good movies. Don't focus on building a big universe. Make good movies. Like grow for sure, but don't focus on this idea of the DC extended movie universe or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Just make good movies. So, how would you feel? Flashpoint happens. Flash returns, and instead of the Batman, Ben Affleck, it's Robin Patterson. Patterson. I wouldn't hate it. But, again, then it feels like we'd be doing exactly what we just said. We don't want them to do, yeah. which is like, we're just going to make, we're, just, we're starting over and we're going to try this again. Like, no, just fucking focus. Because we don't know how this Flash <laughs> movie is going to be. It's, it's very possible that it could be garbage. I don't want it to be. I want it to be a good Flashpoint movie, but it could be trash. Yeah. So it's just like. No, it's going to be trash. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I love the Flash, but oh god, it's gonna be trash. Yeah. All right. But anyway, I think that's it. You got anything yeah. else? No, it's, that's good. All right. Let them know where they can find us. You can find us on Close Calls Pod. You can do it on Gmail, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, let us know what you guys thought of the Batman movie. Let us know what comic books you want to hear hear us do on a comic book call out next time. We yeah. love recommendations. Any recommendations for sure. Uh, let us know if you want to see superpowered beings in this universe let us know if you want them to extend this universe or keep it just to the batman yeah we'd love to hear your thoughts yep all right all right thanks for listening guys we really appreciate it tell a friend like subscribe leave us a comment leave us a review if you can we don't mind we'd love that this Uh, is the battlefield and keep it to yourself yep (laughs) (laughs) but thanks for listening um and we'll see you next time bye